Hello and welcome back fellow riders on Bus Talk, a podcast about work-life issues which crowd our minds each day. Myth-busting into reality, Bus Talk shares stories, anecdotes, observations, some tips and tricks to better your work-life balance or lack thereof. Simply put, it's a straight talk to help you cope with various work-life situations without having to reinvent the wheel. And yes, there is a lot of traffic, so it does take time. We go slow, steady and at our own pace. If this is what piques your interest, you're on the right bus. So sit back, turn up the volume and enjoy the ride. I'm your host GB and you're listening to Bus Talk. In today's ride, we must talk about LinkedIn Connects Part 3. It's pretty much in continuation of the previous two episodes. Do take some time out to go through them, in which is fairly detailed. This is the third part. In this episode, we're going to discuss eight points which often come up while connection requests are received on LinkedIn. So let's dive in. Number one. When applying, when connecting with people, the most common aspect is a job request. So point number one is suitable role. I get requests which say, do you have a suitable role for me? And I'm like, what is a suitable role? So suggestion, don't be vague, be specific. Do your homework on the company website. You decide what is suitable in your assessment. Look for a job code against the job title, which in your assessment you think that you fit the bill correctly. Then uh, request to better understand the job profile could be a decent conversation to have or the reason to have while you send a connect request. Hey, Mr. Connect or Miss Connect, the reason I thought I should reach out to you is because I'm applying for this particular role. You being a leader in the same organization, would you help me better understand the role description? Uh, if this doesn't fall under your purview, would you help me, you know, point me in the right direction? You know, it's a fair ask. And even after this, if you do not get a response, it's maybe by design. You, probably the person doesn't want to respond and it's fair and you move on. right? But to bluntly position it and say, look for a suitable role for me, the message that goes on in the leader's head is, why should I dedicate my time to search a suitable role for you? Right? And it's not being selfish, it's just being mindful of their time that you say, I have done my bit of homework. Is there a way you can help me? You can't expect your homework to be done by somebody else. Next point, point number two, fast forward. Now, many requests come once the connection has happened, which says, so why did you connect? Because you could help position my queue, uh, my resume ahead of the others the question is why why should we skip the queue and position your resume 
ahead of the say 200 people why should we be unfair to those people who have properly applied or have waited their turn and are perhaps even better suited than you why assume that once you send a connect that the leader leader will automatically fast forward your resume right to the top basis what think about it wouldn't want the same thing to be done to you would you as in if you were in the queue and somebody else reached out to the hiring manager and said hey let these people wait why don't you take my resume and put it fast forward right at the top let me get interviewed first because i think i'm the most suitable it doesn't work like that right it also reflects on your mindset what kind of a person you are so when you reach out to a leader please bear in mind not to ask to skip the queue and you know put your resume ahead of the other people point number 3 respect so just because someone cannot give you a role it doesn't give you the permission to be rude or aggressive with them do not suddenly get upset about it that oh so you're a leader you can't even give me a job and if you can't give me a job say no why are you even asking me any further question this is disrespectful of the leader you are asking for a favor and if the favor is not granted therefore you show disrespect again it reflects very poorly on you simply because roles keep opening over time the idea is to build a good rapport the idea is to build a positive experience impression so that when the right time comes you are on the top of the mind recall that they can recollect and say hey look i had a pleasant experience interacting with this person can i tap back to this person and see if they are still available if they are still interested you know that's what networking is all about networking is not instant gratification networking is an investment that you do in people and over time there is a, a relationship that gets built a, a professional relationship that gets built so by all means maintain a decorum have respect on this platform for people and if they can help you they will and if they don't i can assure you nobody is you know nobody out there is in a mindset which doesn't want to help people there's a difference between doesn't want to help and cannot help and why you cannot help because there are policies procedures protocols that one needs to follow so skipping that messing that around and then suddenly trying to recommend somebody for a job uh it's not in the best interest right so please spend some time and thank the people that have interacted with you and build those relationships point number 4 false ego if someone asks you a reason for you to connect there is nothing to really get offended about honestly it's just a simple icebreaker it's a conversation starter so why did you connect well i thought your profile was interesting i am doing a similar work i'd love to hear your thoughts on this particular technology or this particular uh, situation and would you be open to hearing some of mine it's simple 
So if if a leader or the person you send a connect request to asks you the reason to connect, it's not something that you should suddenly get offended about. There's nothing to feel offended about, right? So don't get in this ego self and don't get angry or agitated. So just to clarify, it's a icebreaker. Number five, fake appreciation. Oftentimes, some of us who write articles or post uh, comments or have a post or you know some content, there are a lot of fake appreciation comments which come by. Oh my God, this is fantastic. It could be genuine also, but we see through the fake part. You know why? Because post the fake compliments, the real intent always comes out. Right, the real intent shows. So I love the article you you wrote, and it was so well written. However, what I really wanted is ABC, and so the entire feel good factor is destroyed right then and there. So basically, it it often suggests that all you want is the however part, and the above precursor to that was just a fake thing so refrain from a fake appreciation invest some time on reading the article or the post in detail the subtext that there is or some in between the lines because leaders who post or not just leaders anybody who posts you know well-written articles they they put a lot of thought through uh, research they have a lot of interesting point of views to share and give it the time once you do, if you, and if you happen to like it, appreciation will automatically you know, stem from it. And it will come out as a very genuine, even simple two words. Like, I enjoyed reading. Thanks for sharing. That's it. That's good enough. So be genuine in your appreciation without any subtext or context to it. You know, without any ulterior motives attached to it. They're different things. If you want to have a separate conversation about a job, role, or something, don't couple it with the appreciation part. It These are two different things. Okay. Number six, to be honest, it's an oft-used phrase on emails in verbiage. I've been guilty of it as well from time to time, but I'm really think about it and I say, is it really required? Because when you say to be honest, well, you are expected to be honest at all times, isn't it? Zero exceptions. So to be honest means insofar you were not and now you are being honest. <laughs> That's what the literal translation sometimes turns out to be. So you are always supposed to be honest at least, right? I mean, that's the least one can expect. So refrain from using the lines like, to be honest, I really wanted to talk to you about a job, but the appreciation was fake or the pleasantries were just a time pass or the connect request was basically just not to interact or network with you, but to explore whether you can offer me a job or not. You know, that's what, to be honest, sometimes reads out to be. So stay away from that, uh, these unnecessary phrases. Number seven, flexible. Now, if you're seeking a job, remember, it's not like a shopping mall. You can't get this job, that location, this time, that package, 
exactly to your custom specifications all the time. You deal with what you get. As it is, it is difficult. You've been trying for a job for so many months now. So when you do get an opportunity, I grab it with both hands. Yes, you might not get the right compensation or the job title, but if your situation is dire, if you're in a difficult situation with no other option, then would you not rather take what you have versus further prolong unemployment? I often get this request from many, many people who have been chasing me for like five months, six months, uh, suggesting multiple times that the situation is difficult, they have EMIs to pay, there are loans on their head, they are dead written, and so, so much of commentary. And I respect them because life is difficult. No, no two ways about that. However, on those rare occasions when we do get a chance to offer a job, they kind of shock me when they say, no, no, I do want a job, but I want it like 50 meters from my house. I cannot work beyond 4, 5 p.m. Uh, I need it only at that job title level and or that package. And they have three other more custom requests. Now, I'm not asking you guys to accept a raw deal as in something which totally doesn't work for you, but I'm asking you to be more flexible. I mean, it's okay if it is not perfect. Life isn't perfect, so get used to it, right? The earlier, the better. In fact, make the most of what you have at hand. That would be my thought. So be flexible. Point number eight, bridges. It's kind of the summary of all the previous seven points. Build bridges when you don't really need them. Randomly calling someone after five years of hiatus and suddenly asking, can I get a suitable role? Can I get a job? Is not what networking is all about. As I've mentioned earlier, LinkedIn is not solely a job search engine. It is a networking platform where you have an opportunity to interact with fellow professionals to either augment your skill sets or information about a particular topic. In addition to developing a business professional network where who knows you could probably work together in the future but if you make it only unidimensional then it it kind of defeats the purpose of having a platform and so it compounds when you have 3000 contacts and you never interact with them for months together, for years together. And then now that you have a situation at hand, you suddenly remember, oh, this person was leading this particular company. They might be able to get me a job. And you pop, uh, pop up in their timeline and say, hey, can I get a job? It kind of doesn't reflect consistency of network that you ought to have over the years, right? That That's how you invest in relationships. You develop them, you grow them. And that is where people get comfortable working with each other, right? So build bridges when you are not in dire need of them because good relationships do take time. Well, that's all for now. I hope you had a good time listening 
as much as I had sharing these thoughts. And if you did, do tune in to the other episodes of Bus Talk. Yes, you could share them on Facebook or Twitter and with especially those who might appreciate similar content. And if you need to talk to me or reach out to me, you can use the Twitter handle hashtag Gyanban, spelled as G-Y-A-N-B-A-N, one word, or email me on gyanban at gmail.com. Again, spelled as G-Y-A-N-B-A-N-N. Be sure to tune in next week. There is a fascinating episode coming up for you. Till we meet again, stay safe, be well, and bring your A-game to work. Ciao.